So I lived uh, abroad for a couple of years. When I was in seminary, I was abroad for nine years from 2000 to 2009. And it's great when you live abroad, because when you come back, then you recognise certain things about Irish culture that we just considered, when you live here, that they're just normal. But when you move away, and then you come back, and you go, oh, yeah, we do that. Yeah. So I remember, um, just when, you, when, when there are gatherings of people, or like around Christmas, there are certain little kind of Irish things that, that stand out. Uh, I think that you notice if, if you've lived abroad. Um, we're... We were a small bit complicated. We tried to act not complicated, but we kind of are. Uh, you know, did you ever notice at, at around Christmas, right, when someone gives you a Christmas gift, right? What's the reaction? What's the, what's the reaction normally to getting a Oh, you're terrible. You're awful. Oh, stop. Oh, go away. Get it out of my sight, right? But then if you didn't get it, oh, we weren't wanted. Didn't think of us now at all. Didn't think of us. Didn't want us here. No? You know, so we, we have this, I don't know, <laughs> we're a bit odd. Are we odd? I think we are. So, or like... Um, if you go visit someone, say, say there's a, like a, a station mass or something, there's an awful lot of people there. So there's, you know, there's, there's a front room, there's a back room, there's a kitchen, and everyone's trying to squash in everywhere. And you get offered the cup of tea, but the, you know, there isn't a seat. You know, so you're, you're left with the cup of tea in hand. Oh, we were only given a cup of tea in the hand. We weren't wanted. <laughs> but like, no, you were, you were. It's just there weren't any more seats. Like, you know, so we see these little things uh, in, uh, in, in, in our culture which are, which are interesting. I'm, I'm not sure, when it comes to, to Thanksgiving... When it comes to giving thanks, to thanking people, uh, I'm not sure if that comes so readily to us. You know, I mean, and yet we, deep down, like most of us do want to be thanked, even though if, if we do something and people thank us, we'd probably say, oh, sure, it's no bother. It's nothing. There's no problem at all. Jane, lads, don't mention it. Just go away. You know, but, but if we weren't thanked, we'd feel it like, you know, you'd, you'd know it. You'd you'd. You'd be kind, maybe kind of offended, you know? So this, this idea of, of Thanksgiving where, where we, we, it's good to be thanked. It's good to, you know, to do things for people. And it's good that people recognize that you've done them a favor and that they thank you. Not so that we can get a big head or feel super important or anything. But if someone helps you, it's, it's good to say thanks to them. It's good that you say with your words, right? I recognize that you've given time or effort or money or whatever it was to help me, and I appreciate it. I appreciate you. It's a way of expressing love. You know, to, to, to say to someone, I appreciate you, I, I, I thank you, thank you. I mean that. It's also, for, for, for some of us as well, it's, it's kind of an act of humility, right? Because if I, if I act like I don't need anyone, if I don't, if I don't thank anyone, because I don't need anyone, I could have done that myself anyway. I mean, you did it, but fine. I mean, I could have done it. If you weren't here, I'd have done it. So it's, it's fine. And so a lack of thanksgiving can kind of be a way of us showing, I, I don't need anybody. I can do this on my own. If you do it, fine. But if you didn't do it, I'd have done it myself. Which isn't a good attitude to have because it's, it's good that we help each other, that we lean on each other, that we can support each other, you know? And, and that we express that as well. I thank you. You did something to help me, and I'm grateful. Maybe you did something that I couldn't do, and I'm grateful. So, so an attitude of gratitude is so, so, so important. Uh, I've heard it said by uh, Father Paul, uh, the founder of my community, he says, a joyful heart is a happy heart. Sorry, a thankful heart is a happy heart. A thankful heart is a happy heart. That when, we, when we're grateful, when we express gratitude, it actually it makes us happy. Why? Because if you spend your, if you can, like, just for two minutes in a day, look around at everything you're grateful for, 
There's so much. Now, don't get me wrong. We have problems too. But it's so easy to see the problems. It's so easy to see the things that we haven't got. But do we see what we have? You know, even we, we were watching a, a movie last night, a, a Western, right? And uh, we won't go into the details. But, uh, but like the rich people in this Western still don't have indoor plumbing. They still don't have electricity. They still have to travel on horseback or in a manky carriage with dust coming in everywhere with steel wheels bouncing through the countryside on unpaved roads. You still live in a time where if you got an infection, you could, you could have died from a finger infection. You cut your finger on, on some rusty blade. It could have killed you. Like basic penicillin, basic hospital supplies. These things didn't exist, right? That, that's not even that long ago. We look around us, uh, ourselves today, and we've got a, a fridge. There's actually, we've got a fridge out there, right, which has two enormous cakes in it, right, that need to be eaten today, I think, uh, right? And we have Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And, and there's, there, there are some um, amazing pastry yolks, right, and all sorts of pizzas and stuff that we can defrost and eat at any second that we want, right? The richest person in the world 150 years ago, the richest, a Rockefeller 150 years ago could not have done that. You know, like we have so much to be grateful for. Any, like... Um, yeah, one of our community during the week needed some, some medicine for something and immediately went to town and you have anything you want. You know, like, we're, we're so blessed. We are so blessed. And you look at the, the beautiful people around you in your family, your beautiful husband, your beautiful wife, your beautiful children. We have so much to be grateful for. We really do. So let's apply all of this to, to God. It's so easy for us and this does happen a, a lot of people, that when there's a problem, God gets the blame immediately. Where were you? Where were you when this person got sick? Where were you when this person died? Where were you when that accident happened? And immediately, immediately he gets the blame. Immediately the finger is pointed at God, because you're all powerful, you could have stopped it. Where were you? You know, and there's, uh, it's, it's immediately loaded on his shoulders, that he was absent or didn't care or didn't see or didn't know or whatever it may be. But where's the other side of that? How often do we cry out with joy to the Lord in gratitude? You know, there's the Psalm, uh, I think it's 107. Give thanks to the Lord, 136, I think. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his love endures forever. You know, how often, how often do we say something? How often do we mean something like that? How often do we really, but really thank God for all of his blessings? Because if you walk around, like if you walk around with, with, with this kind of attitude of gratitude, right? If you just walk out of, your, of the chapel here, well, no, maybe we'll start in the chapel. It's good to start here, right? An attitude of gratitude for all that we receive here, right? For, for the, these ancient and ever, ever ancient, never true, ever new words that we hear today. And then the Eucharist itself. And then a community of faith. And then you go out to your air-conditioned car. And you turn the starter. And the car always starts, unlike cars of 100 years ago, where you have to shovel in coal and hope to God the thing starts. Uh, and then we drive back to our warm, electronically controlled, A-rated, double, triple A-rated houses, all grand and warm. Or maybe, maybe if we, even if we have to put a turf fire on. Sure, what, what harm, what harm. And, and then walk over to the freezer or fridge and get out whatever food we want to eat today. What will we have? I don't know. We'll have Chinese? No, let's go Thai. I don't know. Let's have a mocha. You know, like, like, you know, with our little Nespresso machine. Like, you know, all, all of these things. Like, to be, but to see all of this and to be so grateful for everything and to be grateful for your health, 
I mean, I know a number of people dying at the moment, you know, and it's that this, this, this era of health in their lives has now passed. And now they're experiencing weakness and, and illness and, and maybe their days are numbered. So, like, to be so grateful for every day. And if we do, it, it makes us happier. It really does. It really does. And see, I think there's a danger as well that we can kind of think that God doesn't really, he's, isn't really interested in our happiness. He's interested in maybe just getting us to heaven, just getting us over the line and providing a bare minimum of bread and water that we don't die of misery. And we, I think, can forget the fact that God has no problem with us enjoying life, with us having fun, with us going to beaches. All decent, okay? Uh, we're not talking about, okay. So, all you know, going, to, going for hikes and going to, to, to enjoy the beauty of this world. If it's not sinful, there's no problem. If it's not sinful, there's no problem. If it's not sinful, then there's, there's no threat. This is a good thing. Why? Because then this, this beauty and this... this uh, weather or this island or wherever we find ourselves causes us to thank God. That's a great thing. Do you know, if, if the, the, the car that I have causes me to thank God, then that's, that's not a problem. If the computer that I use causes me, you know, so I can help and serve God and thank God for it, well, then it's not a problem. None of these things are a threat. But if these material things become our focus and our goal, then everything is a threat. Because now everything starts to pull me away from God rather than cause me to thank him. You see how important gratitude is. Like when we look around and thank God for everything and every one that we see, and every every like ability and, and gift and grace that we've received, to thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. Then our day changes, our life changes, and maybe even our eternal destiny changes. There's a story told of two little children, Jack and Maria, and uh, Maria got sick, and Maria was in hospital, and she needed a blood transfusion. So they did a little test in the family to see who had the same blood type, and her little brother had the same blood, blood type. So they said, okay, um, so Jack, we're going to need you to uh, give blood to your sister. Is that okay? And he went all kind of serious and had a frown, kind of clenched his fist. And okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. They said, that's okay, so we'll just bring you to the hospital and we'll attach you up to the machine and everything will be all right. Okay, okay, we'll, okay. Right, so they bring him into the hospital and they put in the, the line and uh, attach him up. And during the, the pr- process, any of the procedure, uh, Jack's there sitting, lying on, on the, the bed, and he looks over at his mom and he says, Mom, when am I going to die? And, she, and, and, Jack's, and my mom says, Well, what, what do you mean? He said, I mean, I'm. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad Maria is going to live, but how long more am I going to live after I give her my blood? It's a small little story, but like this guy was ready, this little child was ready to give his life for his sister. What kind of like gratitude should little Maria have towards her brother? And yet every time we come to Holy Mass and every time we receive the Holy Eucharist, this costs Jesus his life to give it to us. It cost him his life. So what gratitude should we have? What reverence should we have as we approach the altar to receive Holy Communion? What a gift. What a gift. So we ask the Lord today to to help us to have an attitude of gratitude that as we look around at everything that surrounds us, that everything might cause us 
to glorify and thank God. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his love endures forever. <laughs>